If you're a Cleveland Browns fan looking for a break from the emotional roller coaster that is the price we pay from loving than hating our Browns, then a big welcome to Cleveland Browns Anonymous, a group therapy podcast to help you survive the season. So let's start our meeting. Hi, everybody. This is Mike Riley on a, a kind of somewhat Victory Tuesday with, once again, with Brooke Riley. Brooke, how you doing? I'm good. A lot of sports news coming down in the last 30 minutes. All right. Give me the sports news. Well, the Gardos signed Josh Bell, which is awesome. He's a big-time slugger from, the, I think, the Padres or the Pirates. I forget. I think it's the Pirates. Uh, first baseman, two years. Ooh. Perfect Guardians contract. Not a, you know, I think it's two years, thirty million. So that's big. Uh, and you know, and I mean, the words out. Maybe for players, they want to they want to play with the Gardos. They like the team. They like Tito. So, yeah. And then Baker's joining the Rams. Really? Is that official now? It's official. Wow. Okay. Well. Sean McVay's a good coach. Stefanski was a good coach. And you got to wonder about the coaches in the Carolina Panthers. So good luck, Baker, with the Rams. Yeah. So nothing but and upside. Then, and then everyone's waiting on Aaron Judge. <laughs> well, then you got OBJ. So yeah. with Jerry Jones, that'll be a match made in heaven. Be a cowboy. Yeah. So, anyways. Well, I was re- listening to some of my uh, favorite podcasts, like I'm sure you are, you know, Cousin Sal and Bill Simmons, just absolutely trashing the Browns. So we got the Cincy I, game coming up. I didn't even know. Um, I haven't listened to that one, yeah. but I, I think I know how it goes. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we won't, we won't uh, dwell on that. I am hoping, again, Cincy – that uh, Deshaun is uh, got a lot of rust knocked off. I mean, 700 days is 700 days. But, hey, look at uh, Jacoby Brissett. I mean, he had a pretty miserable game against uh, the Carolina. There was a lot of doink, doinky passes in between some good passes. So, so now that Deshaun had that quote-unquote exhibition game, I think we're going to see – a lot of running. I think we're going to see a lot of bootlegging by Sean Watson. Uh, what What are you uh, foreseeing in that Cincy game for Deshaun? Well, I think he'll bounce back. I think he'll play better than how he did on Sunday. I was listening to sports radio here, and they had a – I forget which quarterback on. And he had said, you know, it's going to take at least like two, three, maybe four games to really kind of not only shake out the rust, but to kind of get the feeling back of just how fast the NFL is. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's why I don't necessarily think it's rust. I th- I mean, he's in great shape. I think it's just like it's getting the speed down, you know, being more connected to his receivers. So – uh, I think he'll play a lot better. 
And we do yeah. own the Bengals and Joe Burrow, but this might be the game where they get it back on us. Yeah, no, he's certainly Bengals have been playing that. just great. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, if any time, one thing of what stood out for me with the uh, the Texans game, and it was the Texans game, so I get it. But on the other hand, you know, a lot of times with turnovers, you know, they all kind of have a way of balancing them, themselves out. You know, the uh, the way the ball bounces. I mean, you think about the turnovers, the quarterback sneak, the fumble, and then you've got that interception by Kelly on a deflected pass. I mean, how many games have we seen where that deflected pass just, you know, falls harmlessly on the ground? And then you think about what happened in Pittsburgh a couple of years ago with that playoff game. It seemed every every ball was bouncing the right way. So you never know. Maybe uh, maybe we might benefit from a few turnovers. There's a lot of ways this, this game can go. So um, – and I think um, – the fact that Watson got one game under his belt just to kind of get acclimated to the speed of the game and then take that into practice. I mean, he was having some problems with those intermediate throws where they were, you know, those 20 yard throws where they were, you know, short in the ground. Um, you know, I know he's, he's supposed to be religiously working on his footwork. Well, now he had a chance to work, you know, in a game with this footwork. So it's going to be interesting, but there's no question watching Watson run that bootleg. We've seen Baker do it. Of course, we saw Jacoby Brissett do it. The difference is, is they were doing it to set up the pass to a tight end. They were doing that to do an actual Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson type run. So I'm sure that the Bengals have to take that into account, and that could open up some big yardage for uh, Chubb and Hunt. Your thoughts? Hey, let's stop here. We got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, and we'll be back. Getting your house ready to sell, or you just need some basic repairs, and you can't get anybody to come out or even return your phone call. Then call Riley Painting and Contracting, your home mechanics. For all of your home repair needs, from electrical, plumbing, roof repairs, and getting your house ready to sell. 45 years in the business, a triple A on the Better Business Bureau, and we're on the preferred contractor list in Cleveland Heights and Shaker Heights. You can contact us by calling 216-371-8160 and leave a message, and guess what? We'll call you back. Yeah, I think with Watson, you know, he's got the speed that Baker didn't have, Jacoby didn't have. So, yeah, I think it's – I think you're right on that. And I also think you're right that it's it's important that he had that game to, you know, shake things off, but then to apply it into practice, apply it in the film room. I mean, he's a smart player, so – I have faith that, you know, he'll turn it around. I just don't know if this game on Sunday is the game where, you know, he looks like the Deshaun Watson from from two years ago. Oh, yeah. Without, that's that's too much to ask for. But there's no question the Browns uh, – you know what? 
I keep going back and forth of it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I think Harvey Weinstein should rot in hell as far as I'm concerned. You know, I'm all for the Me Too movement. But I do have some, you know, I do have some issues. I'm going to go against the grain here. I think everybody kind of dances around it with uh, Deshaun Watson and the massage uh, parlor stuff. Everything I've heard, everything I've read, and I said this in the early podcast, Watson comes across as a real, you know, teen guy, good character in college, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so he keeps going to therapy, keeps working on himself. I think another factor is not just the rust, but just having that game behind him. Okay, all the questions, the press, the stuff like that. You know, there's not going to be high expectations for Watson in Cincinnati. Everybody's assuming he's going to play mediocre at best, given the rust. And that's a good thing. There's no pressure on Watson for this game, as opposed to that first game. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think you're right about the that game. I mean, I think everyone is assuming that, you know, the Bengals will win. So that will give Watson the ability to, let it loose, you know, no expectations. And I mean, the season is a loss, I think. So, hey, work on your mechanics, work on your connection with your receivers and your offensive line and just build some good momentum uh, into next season. Right. And I think the way the Browns, you know, it's interesting. I think the Browns, set up well against the Bengals and Joe Burrow when you really think about it because the strength of the Browns is their secondary and their secondary is at full strength you've got Denzel you know you have um, Emerson Emerson. everybody's healthy everybody's healthy in the secondary for this game and uh, you get a pass rush mixed in with a uh, a good secondary. I think the secondary that um, the Bengals are playing against are better than the teams that they played in the last couple of games. I think our secondary is better than the Chiefs. So, you know, like I said, I, I don't think this is going to be a blowout. I think this is going to be awesome. Like I said, he's got nothing to lose. So your final thoughts on the game. Yeah, I th- I mean I think that the I mean the Bengals are the better team. The Bengals are at full strength with their receivers. Jamar Chase is back, so I think the Bengals will win. But I hope that the Browns make it, you know, at least somewhat close. It'd be nice to see the defense continue yeah. to have some stability. Yeah, and and special teams, special teams. York making some, you know, look at the Browns with the exception when the Patriots ran all over them and they, the Chargers ran all over them, especially that Patriots game. I mean, that was just disappointing. And, of course, uh, Belichick knows Brissett, so he's getting in his head. And once again, he's out coaching Woods and uh, Stefanski. But you get a Browns offense with Watson playing like Josh Allen just running the ball fast, a little bit of Lamar in him. You know, Browns can compete. And 
So I'm thinking next year, I think uh, Joe Woods is going to be gone. And I think they're going to continually, they're going to continue to load up on defense. That's for sure. Um, so, but hey, in the NFL, in the NFL, there is a very, very thin line between teams on any given Sunday. Things can happen. Upsets happen. You got a lot of good quality teams that are like five and seven, five, six and eight. You know, Pittsburgh's making a move. I think Baltimore's going to start falling. And you know what? If you would have told me last year, beginning of the year, the Bengals are going to be in the Super Bowl, people would have looked at you like you're crazy. So things have a way of turning around. So we'll see. This game is going to be uh, – it's once again going to be interesting watching uh, Watson at work. But I think uh, we've got our quarterback. We're not dealing with Baker. We've still got a good front office. We need to get a good defensive coordinator. And uh, we shall see. So those are my final thoughts. So this, this, this final, final, final thoughts, Brooke, and then we'll end it. Go Browns. And uh... – yeah. Go Guardians. Go Guardians. Go Buckeyes. <laughs> go Cavs. Well, that's a that's an, that's another podcast, but definitely go Cavs. Go Gardos. So all right, Brooke. I know you got a lot to do. Thanks everybody for listening. This has been uh, a real quickie short podcast. Hopefully we'll get one more in uh, a general overview on the Cleveland sports scene at the end of the week. Okay, thanks, Brooke. All right. All right, bye, bye everybody. Thank you for listening to the Cleveland Browns Anonymous podcast with Mike Riley. We have a lot more content on the way as we get this new podcast started. You can also check out some of our other podcasts like the Cleveland Real Estate Investor Podcast and other new ones that will start soon. On any platform that you find yourself listening to us on, feel free to leave us a like or comment or follow us. It always helps. 